This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices. I don't have to show you any stinking vices. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hour two of the Salcedo Show underway here on a Friday. And just for giggles, before I move off of, of Kathy Griffin... Uh, the Daily Caller put out a poll <laughs> asking, did Kathy, Kathy Griffin's press conference change your mind? 84.21% said nope. Oh, no, I'm sorry, no. I just answered nope. Um, 84.21% answered only in that I used to think she was an untalented comedian who did something stupid, and now she's convinced me she's a complete lunatic. <laughs> Uh, I answered, nope. And then, wait, that lawyer is Gloria Allred's daughter? Seriously? <laughs> oh, you got to love the Daily Caller. Who was this? Jim um, Jim Tretcher? Nice, nice job, man. <laughs> nice job. Uh, GOP Senator Aaron Burr. No, I'm Richard, Richard Burr. <laughs> You guys remember that peanut butter commercial? <laughs> you remember that, Ron? Remember that? Um, Mr. Burr. Now, of course, it's, it's NBC quote-unquote news reporting this. With the Senate set to return to work next week, pessimism is spreading among Republicans over their efforts to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare. North Carolina Senator Richard Burr told a local television station Friday that he sees little hope of the Senate passing a health care bill this year. Comments that come just a week after Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said he doesn't yet see enough support to do so. Now, this comes off the heels earlier this week of John Cornyn, the number two senator, folks, saying that he thinks by the end of summer this will be a done deal. So... um. Who knows? Now, I will say this, that Mr. Burr, it tends to be to swing a little more to the left than your average conservative. Uh, I, I don't even know if he can be considered a conservative. I think he's a staunch Republican, but I don't know that Senator Burr can, in the classic definition of conservatism, can be considered a conservative. More, 
more in the line, uh, I would say, of a Mitch McConnell than a Ted Cruz. Let's put it that way. By the way, I'm just, I just happen to be glancing over at a, uh, an ad on this NBC article, and uh, Megyn Kelly has a premiere on Sunday of, of her uh, show, I guess. It, did she trade in a weekday thing for, for just a Sunday show, or is she going to be doing something Monday through Friday for NBC as well? I can't imagine she wouldn't be. And forgive me, folks, if, if, if she's already been back to work, I don't know it <laughs> because I don't I don't watch biased news networks. I don't buy I don't watch networks that are dedicated to covering for one political party and not examining fairly the news. So I, I just don't watch the NBC properties. Uh, I just don't. So if um, if she has been back at work, I just didn't know about it. Has anybody else, anybody there in the uh, behind the glass, have you guys seen uh, Megyn Kelly on NBC yet? I, I haven't. I know she has a big interview coming up with Putin. She sat down with the communist, uh, KGB guy, the thug. So we'll see uh, how that goes. Um, Daily Caller also writing a deja vu. Outrage over Trump's Paris decision is identical to Bush's rejection of the Kyoto Treaty. That's a that's a great point. Who wrote this? Michael uh, Badish. Michael Badish was uh, I think I remember hearing somebody else talk about this as well. Nearly identical reaction from liberal extremists and maybe even some of the same liberal extremists who said that pulling out of Kyoto was going to destroy the planet. The same dire predictions are being made right now because of what Donald Trump did yesterday. In order to fulfill my solemn duty to protect America and its citizens, the United States will withdraw from the Paris Climate Accord but begin negotiations to re-enter either the Paris Accord or in really entirely new transaction. You know, on that on that point, some conservatives I heard say, well, I don't think this is a good deal no matter. You shouldn't be renegotiating it because man-made global warming it has not been proven. And the more evidence that comes out, it shows that man isn't the driving force behind climate change or man-made global warming on this planet. But at the same time, I can see an advantage of making sure the United States remains the, on top of the heap by utilizing the myth of climate change, of man-caused climate change, uh, to make sure the United States remains number one over China and over other countries from now in, in perpetuity. See, the, the New Deal should have them shooting their economies in the foot as well as ours. So it'd be on an equal playing field. And then I'll take our capitalist system over theirs any day, any day of the week. Liberal progressives like Shep Smith and others have yet to explain to me why it is fair that the Chinese be allowed to emit and increase their emissions 
for the better part of two decades. Uh, this 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 jo- uh, this uh, planet killing emission of CO two, and that India should be allowed to double their planet killing emissions of CO two, but it's not permissible for the United States to do it. Also, in keeping with the fact that China is the world's number one CO two emitter, number one. Why is the number one CO two emitter allowed to continue to increase their emissions, and the United States, who is second, we have to curtail ours? Why is that? Chef Smith, why is that? If it's killing the planet, then what are, are, are we to understand that perhaps only American CO2 harms the planet? The communists CO2 doesn't harm the planet. Is that is that the science behind this, Shep Smith? <laughs> On terms that are fair to the United States, its businesses, its workers, its people, its taxpayers. So we're getting out, but we will start to negotiate and we will see if we can make a deal that's fair. And if we can, that's great. And if we can't, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. And you know what? And, and as a matter of fact, Donald Trump said, we'll renegotiate. And the capitals of Europe have already said, we're not negotiating. We negotiated with Obama and he bent America over. We negotiated with Obama and he promised us all of your money. And we wouldn't have to get, we wouldn't have to lift a finger the American taxpayers would be raped to, uh, to accommodate us and to, and to support our uh, socialist states. Obama promised, we're not going to renegotiate this deal. Trump said, fine, don't care. It's either going to be, you're either going to harm yourselves as much as you're asking the United States to harm ourselves or, or no deal. You know, who else is supporting the Paris Climate Accord? Russia. Fareed Zakaria and Russia are on the same side. CNN and Russia are on the same side. Left-wing progressives like John Kerry and Barack Obama and Chuck Schumer are on the same side with the Russians again. Jesse Waters on uh, Fox News last night on The Five, he had a reaction to the liberals' reaction, their, their, their meltdown over this climate accord. Kaboom is right. Uh, that's the left's reaction if you listen to the television today. I mean, we went from leading from behind to America first today. Let's remember this Paris deal was negotiated by none other than Barack Obama. Not the best deal maker if you look at Bergdahl, Obamacare, and the Iran deal. So anything he does is suspect. So I don't know if he either got hoodwinked or he wanted to knock America down to size. But- <laughs> no, I can guarantee you. Resident, Resident Obama shares the loathing of America with the capitals of Europe and the Chinese and the Russians. Trust me, they all, they all knew they had a kindred spirit in Resident Barack Obama in hatred for America. But it costs $3 trillion and you lose $6 million jobs. And to what? hypothetically bring the temperature down a fraction of a degree in a hundred years seems pretty stupid to me and india and china they can continue to push coal they receive taxpayer money Mm -hmm. and they can increase emissions meanwhile we can't do any of that so it doesn't make a lot of sense to me i think 
spreading the wealth schemes don't work. If they did, Venezuela would be a paradise. Obviously, it's not capitalism works. Trump said something very specific. He loves the American worker. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think Democrats used to understand that. They don't anymore. He's not beholden to foreign capitals. He's beholden to the Constitution. If Obama wanted this done, he would have sent it to the Senate. for. That's a great, that's a great point. Ratification. Uh, what the liberals don't seem to understand is that resident Obama could have sent this over to the Senate with Democrats in charge. Resident Obama could have put this up for a vote, but the majority of Democrats wouldn't have voted for it because it disadvantaged America so much. Now those Democrats were okay with what Obama did. Don't misunderstand. They just couldn't attach their names to it. They, they couldn't be seen as shafting their constituents. But as long as Obama did it unilaterally, they just wouldn't say anything. That's how cowardly Democrats are. You know, Democrats can't even control their emotions, let alone the temperature in 100 years. The same people <laughs> that were saying Hillary was going to be elected in November are telling us what the weather's going to be like. I, I don't think so. Uh, more from Trump, more reaction coming up to the climate deal. The Chris Salcedo Show here on the Blaze Radio Network. The next generation of talk radio. The Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. The Chris Salcedo Show. Hey, this happened today. And now, a personal note. After 10 years, I've decided it's time for a change, and I've chosen to leave Fox News. So today is my last day. And I'm not one for long goodbyes, but I didn't want to leave without telling you it's been an honor and a privilege, a true privilege, to serve as your anchor, and I am truly grateful for that. So thank you for giving me that opportunity. There is a group of people who have been with me since day one, whose support and presence has meant the world to me, and you rarely get to see them. They're all behind the scenes, and we've been together like a family through so many life milestones, and also with some incredible stories over the last decade, and they mean so much to me. They are gems, and this place would not be the same without them. I love, I love being a journalist, and I believe it's what I'm called to do, and I have some really big ideas on how to better serve you in that particular arena, and the time is now for that. So I can't wait to tell you more about it. So join me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Jenna Lee USA, and let's talk, because it's not over. Jenna Lee, everybody, over at Fox News, uh, calling it quits. I have never had the privilege of meeting her in person, but I have uh, friendships with those who do have continual uh, interaction with her. And it, 
am told she is one of the nicest individuals, which is, let me tell you, in the television business, is a rarity. Nice, genuine person. And uh, Jenna Lee, who seemed to exude that onto the television screen, uh, will be missed. I always, always enjoyed watching her uh, work. And it was uh, it was a sadness that I learned that today. Telephone number is 888-933-93-888-900-3393. Back to Trump talking about some of the inequalities that were in that climate deal. And by the way, I, I should be able to get to this soundbite. But in case I don't, I want you to know that some of the money that was gift, gifted to socialists and uh, underdeveloped countries that were where some were not democracies uh, and not uh, freedom recognizing countries were taken from our, our coffers and the money was allocated for the defense of this nation and the war on terror. And the money was used instead to send to these governments, not to their people, but to these governments. So it was a, a crony in resident Obama an elite, not a crony, an elitist in President Obama, sending your hard-earned taxpayer money to other elitists. And that money didn't necessarily go to the people in those poor countries. Not that it would have been better if it, if it had, well, not that it would have been okay if it had. It would have been better if it had. But it, no, uh, it props up regimes all over the, all over the world. Strong-armed regimes that don't rep- recognize the people don't recognize that a legitimate government is a government that is run by the people, not by elite politicians. Resident Obama did this. Same crap he pulled in Cuba, giving, making sure that the regime had tons of money while the people were still beaten and murdered and continue to suffer to this day. That was Obama's way of doing things. He empowers totalitarians. That was Mr. Obama's grand vision of the world. Not only does this deal subject our citizens to harsh economic restrictions, it fails to live up to our environmental ideals. As someone who cares deeply about the environment, which I do, I cannot in good conscience support a deal that punishes the United States, which is what it does. The world's leader in environmental protection while imposing no meaningful obligations on the world's leading polluters. For example, under the agreement, China will be able to increase these emissions by a staggering number of years, 13. They can do whatever they want for 13 years, not us. India makes its participation contingent on receiving billions and billions and billions of dollars in foreign aid from developed countries. There are many other examples, but the bottom line is that the Paris Accord is very unfair at the highest level to the United States. Yes, India was willing to stop. Well, actually, under the plan, India gets to double its CO2 uh, production over the next two decades. And then and then after 20 years, then they'll you know, they'll consider lowering them. But they also insisted, um, if we're going to save the planet, the United States of America is going to have to pay us. 
says India. Huh? How does that, how does that make any sense? I thought, I thought CO2 was destroying the planet. Why do we have to pay off these countries to get them to save the planet? You guys understand what's at play here. You really want to know what's going on. This is a redistribution scheme. Plain and simple. Despite what uh, Shep Smith would like to think of it as. All you need to do is look at the structure of the deal that allows continuing escalation of CO2 by countries other than the United States. Even the world's biggest emitter of CO2 gets to increase. Why is that? Why do, why do we have to pay nations to save the planet? Shep Smith, can you answer that? China will be allowed to build hundreds of additional coal plants. So we can't build the plants, but they can. According to this agreement, India will be allowed to double its coal production by 2020. Think of it. India can double their coal production. We're supposed to get rid of ours. Even Europe is allowed to continue construction of coal plants. <sighs> and that's why it's so unfair. We, we bore the entire burden, folks. Mary Ramirez, up next for our Friday tradition. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back, everybody. I uh, I have to uh, put out a lot of sympathy for Mary Ramirez, who has uh, candles uh, put around a coffee table. She too is in mourning right now. Uh, lit a couple of candles for for Kathy Griffin because uh, she was destroyed by Donald Trump by by Donald Trump forcing, apparently through sheer will, to come up with a severed head bit and. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just wanted you to know that uh, that she sisterhood solidarity Mary Ramirez with uh, <laughs> I'm I'm kidding Mary Ramirez joining us right now everybody here on the Chris Alcedo show is our tr- Friday tradition what's happening lady well you know I am wearing black yeah then there's so that I guess technically you could say I'm in mourning yes yeah. indeed no you know just one quick note on on Kathy Griffin if I could sure. um you know I, I talked to my brother this week and. I think you and I have discussed this before, but he was good friends with James with James Foley. Um, James was embedded in his unit and actually saved oh, his life yeah. um, at at uh, at one point when he was in Iraq. And and so seeing, you know, yeah, it's funny to her. It's a joke to her. It's comedy to her. But seeing that for my brother, it was PTSD. It was flashbacks to watching that video of his friend lose his life that way. It's just it's a whole other level. It's yeah. an entirely different level. And I don't understand. So. You know, thinking like a progressive, though, I mean, only in a progressive's mind can you do something. Nobody forced Kathy Griffin to do this. Can you do something? People rightly condemn you for doing it. And then you blame people for for your loss of income and the fact that people don't want to be around you because you're a complete and utter idiot and a reprehensible human being. Only a liberal can say that their mistakes are your fault. 
Exactly. It's like somebody picking up a hot curling iron on purpose and yeah. then going, oh, crap, I got burned. It's so unfair. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, <laughs> That's a pretty good analogy. Good. I kind of like that. You know, when you answer the iron. Uh, anyway, um, what's going on? So what are, you, what are you writing about this week? Well, speaking of Kathy Griffin and that whole mentality, that, that leftist mentality that you're talking about, there's just it's reached such levels of idiocy this week. It's, it's really reached peak levels. And, you know, this, the idea of this is how we deal with things in society today, uh-huh. that we, we blame Donald Trump for, you know, holding up a severed head of, of his head, holding up a severed head of his and blame him for, for ruining, you know, a, a ruined career. And this sort of dialogue is not, it, it's no longer confined to just, you know, us turning on the TV or the radio and, oh, it's some drivel we have to listen to. Like this kind of approach to things is irreparably damaging. It's changing our society. I mean, it's the way that the news reports, the way that entertainers react, the way that politicians react. It's completely changing the way that we dialogue. And and I thought about, I have several friends who are on the left, and I thought, you know, (laughs) to the ones who might listen, this sort of behavior is going to come back to to, to haunt them. And, and by behavior, again, I'm talking about things like how the vast majority of, of the whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say you have friends on the left? I do. I know. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that as a, it's a bad thing as far as a perspective from a conservative. I'm just amazed that because I have been, I have been unfriended by, and, and you know who I'm talking about, by some individuals who were anti-Trumpsters. And, yeah. and, 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 and d- didn't want to have anything to do with me because they, they looked at me as favoring Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton as some sort of a betrayer. And that's, that's the attitude of never Trumpsters. Liberals have, are out there rioting. And, and, and I, I'm just amazed that you have liberal friends who recognize that you can support some of the policies of this president. Well, there's, <laughs> the number is dwindling, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Following the I'll election... Yeah, I actually, you know what, following the election, I actually emailed one of them and I said, you know what, I know what it feels like to be in your shoes. It sucks to really, to feel this sort of loss. I get it. But, you know, I, I hope that for the best for our country, for the both of us. Mm-hmm. And she said, I can't talk to you right now. I just can't deal with it. So <laughs> the point is, I, they are dwindling, but there's a few, there's uh-huh. a few that are still listening. And and so my point with this piece was to hopefully educate them in that this sort of behavior is, is, is going to come back to bite them in the butt because when you reduce society down to this, this vacuum of this hole of dishonesty and vile behavior and, you know, extremes like Kathy Griffin coming on TV and, and playing the victim, that, that pendulum is going to swing back. It's going to affect them too. Even if they win now and silence their opposition now, that behavior, when you create that kind of society, I mean, if you look at the French Revolution, for example, or really, I mean, there's, there's numerous examples throughout history, but the very same people who behaved vilely and behaved awfully then oftentimes ended up on the guillotine. I mean, when you when you destroy society, good and civil and honest society, you are not immune to it. And my, my liberal friends are not immune to the society that they are creating with this environment. You know, you know, um, if we can continue the analogy out too, but I mean, in, in this case, isn't Kathy Griffin Marie Antoinette? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, she's the one holding the severed head, right? <laughs> I'm just, yeah. just saying. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. No, I just, you know, again, what I what I want my friends on the left to understand is that when you when you stifle humanity and, and civility and, and, and goodness and truth, you really do end up with a dumpster fire of a society. Do you know that, that do you, maybe this is not your friends, but the rank and file Democrats slash liberal 
that the, the only time they talked about liberty and freedom and freedom of speech was just so they, they could be heard. They, right. don't, they, they don't undergo any of that examination when it comes to fighting for those same qualities for other people. They, they believe in the, in the freedom of expression as long as you agree with them. If you don't, then you're not worth being heard. Exactly right. For them, it's a means to an end. You know, sometimes you have a moment to talk about freedom of speech and the Constitution and, oh, isn't it great? But at the end of the day, that's not what they believe. And just like all the examples that I gave in in, in this piece of the lies in the media, the lies in the entertainment industry, all these things, you know, it's a means to an end for them. I don't think they really care anymore that that it's a double standard because it's a means to an end. And my point is, yes, maybe you will silence your, your opposition through these lies, through the distortions, through you know, this behavior, but again, ultimately it changes society. And you know, it's funny too, the left so often accuses us of, you know, distorting, or um, what is it, fake news. They accuse us of purporting fake news, yeah. distorting the news, of, uh, you know, propagating racism and, and, and violence. And yet we're not the ones, <clears throat> excuse me, we're not the ones who run the academic institutions, who run entertainment, who run the news media, that's them. That's on them. The left runs the institutions in this country that influence thought and you, behavior. You and know this the game. Is how they're choosing you, those you know the game of what is the one where you go around the circle and you take the chair out? It's musical chairs. Mm-hmm. Democrats and liberals they they are playing a game of musical chairs with with a mm-hmm. country. And exactly. The only thing they care about is that they're able to sit down last. That's right. the only, that's the only, so they're willing to burn it down. They're willing to burn it all down. Well, that, th- that's the point I'm trying to make precisely Yeah, is all they care about is being able to sit down in that last chair. Exactly. They don't realize is when you burn it down, there are no more chairs to sit on. There's, there's no dialoguing squat. And, and, so and that's the full expression of liberalism. It's, it's Castro's Cuba. It's uh, Chavez's Venezuela. It's uh, Mao's China. It's uh, uh, Marxist uh, the, the Soviet Union, Marxist Soviet right. Union. So it's mm-hmm. this or, or Lenin's Soviet Union. The, this is the ultimate goal. Everything that they do, whether it's uh, climate change, man-made global warming, whatever they're calling it this week, whether it's uh, so-called uh, rights of the minorities, everything they do is to advance liberalism, i.e. their control over everything. That's where, that's where the leftist always marches toward. Why do you think they're freaking out over the climate accord? Not just uh, John Kerry and Obama and Pelosi and all the left-wing extremists here in this country, but socialists and dictators and despots all over the globe who had convinced themselves that we have America now. We, n- now there will no longer be an America. There will no longer right. be that shining city on the hill that can show the world there's a better way. Now we're all going to be leftists. We're all we going to be socialists. Community. Exactly. Yeah. And we're all, yeah, we're all going to be equally miserable. They thought they had it, and that's why the, that Donald Trump's decision was such an affront. No, I agree with you 100%. And isn't it sad that even though we've got a vast history, world history, full of examples of why this never, ever, ever works out for the good of human Ever, freedom, ever, ever, ever. They're still, <laughs> they're still chasing it and getting pissed when they lose grasp or grasp of it. I know, I know. What's the name of the piece this week, Mary? Dear American Left, this monster is on you. And <laughs> it's up on my blog, and I'll tweet it out after the segment. Please tell me you have a picture of Kathy Griffin. This monster is on you. Please tell me that's the case. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary Ramirez, everybody, have a great weekend. Of course, we're off next week, so you ha- uh, wish me a happy vacation. Happy vacation, Lucky Duck. All right, I'll, I'll talk to you later. And stay off your feet. You know, she's, she's with child, folks. Talk to you later. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Uh, telephone number is 888 Put a wrap on the show. Coming up next. He is quickly becoming the left's favorite pinata. Only problem is, this pinata hits back. Chris Salcedo oh, on the Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo Show. Senator Ted Cruz, who was a guest on the Chris Salcedo Show just yesterday, writes uh, the Daily Caller's Amber, I believe she pronounces her last name, Athy. Amber Athy. Uh, Mr. Cruz went after a professor at his alma mater, a woman by the name of Joyce E. Chaplin. The USA created by international community in Treaty of Paris in 1783, betrays international community by withdrawing from Paris Climate Agreement today. Now, this woman is a leftist. This woman actually believes, and she's actually a professor, actually believes the United States was created, was allowed to exist by the international community. That had, had we not been allowed to exist... Uh, had they not given their approval, that America wouldn't be wouldn't exist today. Well, uh, sorry, sweetheart, that's not the way it happened. As Ted Cruz tweeted, just sad. Tenured chair at Harvard doesn't seem to know how USA was created. Not a treaty, declaration, plus revolutionary war plus constitution equals USA. Lefty academics at my alma mater think USA was created by international community? No. USA was created by force, the blood of patriots, and we the people. Treaty of Paris simply uh, memorialized the fact of our total victory at Yorktown. Her claim is like saying a plastic globe created the earth. (laughs) Now, Chaplin, Joyce E. Chaplin at Harvard tried her best to fire back. Sad, she says, U.S. Harvard Law degree doesn't know that national statehood requires international recognition. Well, no. (laughs) Uh, The United States doesn't represent, doesn't recognize Myanmar, or at least we didn't until Obama was in. It used to be known that Myanmar was... um, Oh, what was the name of the country before? I think we recognized the, the previous Burma. It was Burma. And the dictator came in and changed it to Myanmar. And the United States refused to recognize it, but Obama then recognized it. Because the United States was the lone superpower. We defeated the world's superpower, Joyce Chaplin, in war. And we won our independence 
when the when Great Britain signed the armistice declaring an end to hostilities, America won the war of independence. Thus, our nation was born. We didn't need Britain's permission. We didn't need every other country's permission. If any other country says we don't recognize the United States, the United States today would say so. It's, it's this idea that if the state says that I'm not married, or the state says that it knows the definition of marriage, I don't recognize it. I believe it's a higher authority. I don't have to surrender to other people's impression of my marriage. If tomorrow the state said, Mr. Salcedo, we don't recognize the marriage to your wife, I'd say, yeah, so? So? My marriage is on a different level than the state has any jurisdiction over. Now, Joyce E. Chaplin, so-called tenured chair at Harvard, can't understand that concept because she cannot conceive of a world where where human beings are not collectivists, where human beings don't rely on the approval of others, because she, Joyce E. Chaplin, lives in a community that that relies on the acceptance of others. She sits in an academic community and gets patted on the back, and that's how she derives her worth. Might I say, despite what your colleagues might say about you, Joyce Chaplin, I don't think you're worth much at all. And frankly, I don't think Senator Cruz or I would think about what you think about us. We don't derive our value from what others think of us. So too is it with the United States. We don't derive our value. We don't derive our values. We don't derive our ability to exist contingent upon others. Now, should if you liberals Joyce Champlin win the day, and you disarm us, and you allow the communist Chinese to become the dominant force on this planet, then we may cease to exist as a nation. But that's going to take war, because you leftists don't speak for the rest of us. That's going to do it for today, folks. Remember, a society's worth is not measured by how much power is seized by an out-of-control government, but rather how much power is reserved for we the people. Vacation next week, folks. I think we have best ofs on the program next week. I'll be on Twitter, though, so keep in touch. The Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze. You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on The Blaze Radio Network.